One of the challenges that parents have is we, we get these conflicting goals. On the one hand, we want our kids to do exactly as we tell them. We want them to clean the rooms when we tell them. We want to clean the rooms how we tell them to clean them. And so we, we want this conformity. And on the other side of it, we also want our kids to be free thinkers, uh, you know, like think for themselves. We want them to have self-discipline, self-control, self-efficacy. Uh, we want them to have a sense of themselves. And so we, we've got these this um, conflicting messages even. <clears throat> and this is a, a, ch- a problem that I had definitely uh, when I was working with my son on potty training. So here's an example where I wanted conformity, but I also wanted him to do things on his own, but I I wasn't parenting in a way that really uh, fed into helping him have this like self-efficacy, self, um, this idea that he could do things himself, he's capable. So it like when he'd go to the, he's just a super, uh, he just takes his time. So my, my oldest son will, will tend to take his time when he does anything, which is totally fine. People t- take their time. Some, you know, that's just part of his nature. But when we're needing to go out to the store, get out in the car, whatever, and he, um, he's taking a little bit of extra time as a parent, I am giving him this message of you can't do things yourself when I say, okay, forget it. Let me just put your shoes on for you. And okay, you need to go to the bathroom. Okay, let me pick you up, put you, or, you know, first uh, I'll, I'll take your pants and your underwear and I'll put you on the toilet and I'll stand over hovering over you until you're done. And then I'll flush the toilet and then I'll pick you up and hold you and wash your hands for you and and so I like that parenting goal is very much I want him to do things when I'm telling him how I'm telling him. But in that process, I'm not allowing him to develop any sense of ability, capability that he can do this himself. And what really, you know, in that situation, if he's taking a little bit longer, I just allow him to take his time. And I could coach him along the way if necessary. Like if, if that's one of his just natural struggles in life is thinking that he's not capable uh, to, to give encouraging words of, oh, you know how to do this. Uh, you, you know just what to do. Yep, you did the whole thing all by yourself. You did great. And if he has an accident or if he doesn't do it perfectly, not to criticize or to scold, but to encourage that he can, he'll be able to figure it out. Uh, and it's, it's, this, it's this big challenge because as parents, we have these demands telling us uh, we got to get to places on time. We got to look a certain way. Our house has to look a certain way. Um, when we give our kids chores, the vacuuming has to be done a certain way. The bathroom's got to be cleaned a certain way. And instead of allowing our children to gradually learn or figure things out on their own, we'll often just jump in. And I, maybe I shouldn't say will. I'll speak for myself. I would often just jump in and take over. And uh, the term that always comes to my mind is when I was at PricewaterhouseCoopers as a consultant, I would be working on the computer and if a team member, somebody somebody in my, on my project or whatever, uh, wanted to help me out, you know, they point over my shoulder, tell me where to click or what to do. And sometimes they'd just be like, hey, can I just take over? Can I, just, can I drive? That was like the phrase they'd always use. Can I drive? 
and they kind of boot me out of my seat, take over the computer. Well, so frequently with my children, I will take over and drive. And um, I, I, I'm, I've, that messaging is conflict. It's not going to, the message I'm sending to my kids when I take over is that they can't do it. They're not capable. Some kids, and some kids interpret it differently. Some kids are naturally going to just be like, okay, whatever, you know, I, I can do it still. Um, doesn't, you know, the dad's doing it now, but I can probably figure it out too. But other kids are going to get a different message. And I can tell this, I say this from uh, experience as well as from the textbooks that I've read is that when I continually butt in and do for my kids what they could do for themselves, then they, that message starts sinking in. And I'll give you one more example here uh, that related to potty training. That was like the biggest thing that that sticks out in my mind with my oldest son was potty training because um, every day he'd come in and be like, hey, I have to go pee. He's like, okay, go. And uh, and he would be like, no, but you, you got to come with me. You got to help me. And I, you know, I'd get on my nerves a little bit. It's like, I, I don't have to go with you every time I got to go to the bathroom. You got to go to the bathroom. Um, but because I would generally, I would usually step in if we had to to run an errand or be somewhere. I would step in and just do everything for him in the bathroom. He couldn't then go on his own when he had all the time in the world. Like he, he just was like, "Oh, Dad's got to help me. Dad, I got to tell Dad. I got to." He'd wake me up in the middle of the night, like three in the morning. <laughs> I would just be dead asleep, and I just hear this, "Dad, Dad," like nudging me, "Dad, I gotta go to the bathroom." <laughs> and I'm like, "Then go. You don't need to wake me up." Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's this conflicting. So one time when I was at McDonald's with my son, he said he had to go to the bathroom. And so I, I said, okay, just go. But he was a little nervous cause it was a public restroom. And I I'm nervous of public restrooms too, but I, I took him in there and I, I, I just didn't pull his, uh, when I, when I was helping him out, like he gets, he, I realized he got to the point where he'd get like an emergency mode <laughs> and, those times I would kind of have to step in if I wanted to avoid an accident. But anyway, this is a time uh, we're still kind of in the potty training mode and I take him in the bathroom and he was doing really good. Like I was trying to work on his uh, self-esteem, his um, uh, his feeling that he's capable of, of going to the bathroom. We're working on that. Uh, but as I, I pulled his pants down, I didn't pull him all the way down. So they're just like at his knees and those bathroom toilets are so big and he couldn't spread his legs apart. And anyway, I won't go into the anatomy of of mechanics of it all, but he ended up peeing like straight out onto his pants and his underwear. made a big mess. And he could see the anger on my face and the disappointment. And after that, he lost all confidence that he could do it on his own. And it just was, it was crushing to me to see that. Um, And I just learned a big lesson. like, I've got to be more patient with my kids if I want them to develop a sense of self, self-confidence, self-esteem, self-control, um, anything where it's it's a positive self-image, I need to be patient with them. If I'm rushing them, if I'm jumping in, if I'm fixing everything that they do, that can destroy their sense of self. And with the potty training stuff, I, I had to work back up all over, like almost from scratch. It went a little faster uh, to get him back up to the point where he he just felt comfortable going by himself. Uh, but like, you know, I, I kind of ruined his his uh, his image of himself by the look of disappointment and by rushing through and and all that stuff. So anyway, um, you know, 
just think about the, the conflicting messages, the conflicting goals that you have uh, as, as a parent and you wanting everything to be done perfectly, exactly how you want is not going to produce children who believe that they can do things on their own, who have self-esteem, who all, anything related to a positive self-image. We uh, have to let go of this idea, this ideal image of how they're going to clean. And it doesn't mean we can't offer advice or coaching, but that com- that's a li- that looks different than butting in, taking over, critiquing everything, uh, you know, just looking, there, there has to be this moment of looking at what's their development, what's their uh, mental capacity, their cognitive ability, um, just kind of consider that stuff. And it just requires basically us to, to stay, take a step back and be a little bit more patient and uh, not be as demanding. And, you know, if, if things don't work out exactly as you want them to in regards to end results for the product they're working on, you know, if they're mowing the grass, if they're going to the bathroom, if they're sweeping the floors, um, you know, that that's just part of the learning and, and maybe to, to take a look at ourselves and figure out why am I so stressed about there being a, a couple crumbs left over on the floor after they sweep? Yes, they need to get better at it. Um, but, you know, how, how do I approach this in a way where I can help them build self-esteem, build self-confidence without, um, you know, yeah, without destroying it, trying to get, trying to get perfection. So just a, a couple thoughts there uh, of, of conflicting goals and how we can approach that.